Bible Podcast, episode 33. Hello, and welcome to the Bible Podcast, a podcast for pastors, church planners, ministers, anyone who is doing the work of ministry and working in the marketplace at the same time. This is your time of encouragement. And now, your host, Ade Sabanjo. Okay, yeah, it's always a pleasure to be here to speak with you and share with you every week about what God is doing in our lives and how we can be better at this call that God has placed upon our lives. So this today I'm going to continue talking about some of the things I'm learning and I've learned in the last couple of uh, weeks or months uh, about leadership. And today uh, we'll be referring to a book that um, I've been talking about in the last couple of weeks, that's developing the leader within you. And I'll be talking about vision. Um, What did I learn about vision? What does um, John Maxwell have to say about vision? And how can that impact you as a Bible minister? So that's what I'm going to be talking about. But before I go that, let's talk about some personal stuff. So yes, uh, we're still in Cornwall, Ontario, and we are, we've been to some of the churches that are here in Canada, and we've been having a great time just connecting with the pastors and the members and the leaders, and it's such a joy to see that God is working in the hearts of all these people, and He is building His kingdom uh, with men and women who are passionate uh, about the things of God and ha- are looking forward to more of God in 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 this life. And I'm so grateful to God for that. Um, on the personal front, there's really nothing new. We we, we are pressing on and. Uh, going podcasting. Pastor Lou is uh, preparing for uh, the annual women co- women's conference, Vessels of Grace conference coming up um, May. And um, and so she's, she's, she's doing very well. And uh, the children are doing well as well. They are studying and enjoying the, the weather. The weather is getting better. And we're so glad to be part of uh, what God is doing here in Canada at this time. And the church in Nigeria is going strong as well. So that's that's the update, and I like to do that so people know exactly what's going on with us. My health is doing is well. Um, I'm getting stronger every day. I'm, I'm discovering that some of the muscles in my legs that have been a bit uh, weak and non-functional are becoming functional, and, and I'm able to do more, and I'm so grateful to that. still have to exercise regularly to keep the muscles um as strong as they ought to be. I, I believe that if I continue, if I don't get lazy and get tired uh, or, or undisciplined, I, I will continue. I, I trust God that I will do that. So thank you for listening to all of this every week. Okay, so let's get to the stuff. Um, today I want to talk about um, the have five points that I just want to share. There's so much. One thing about John Maxwell's books is that he packs his books with so much. If you, know, if you read five pages of John Maxwell's book, you, 
you have like a book it gets just packed lots of stuff and maybe well maybe i find them uh packed because i'm really enjoying the stuff that is the leadership i i that you the things they are quite useful to me they're actionable like i'm reading them and i'm saying wow i need to act on this i need to act on this i need to act some of the things i'm already doing um but i'm not doing them intentionally some i'm doing intentionally but not as well and uh but i in all i'm so grateful that I'm I'm studying leadership at this point. I'm not only reading Maxwell, I'm reading other other people I read. I found the book uh, and I'm reading that also um about um what they call it leadership at on the next level something like that and I by Ken Blanchard something that's his name. And then I I I found the e-myth. I got a reference to it uh, from from John Maxwell, and I'm reading that also, and I'm, uh, I learned about um, entrepreneurship, man, uh, man, uh, manager, the manager, managerial skill and technical skill, and it's just a, an awesome book also to read. So it's just, it's a good ride, learning leadership. I'm, I'm learning a lot, and I know that um, everybody around me is going to benefit from that. So let's get to the stuff for today. I want to talk about five things that I've learned from that chapter. The chapter is titled... Um, the indispensable quality of leadership, indispensable quality of leadership vision. So that's the title of the chapter in the book, Developing the Leader Within You. I, I, of course, I encourage you to get the book and read it for yourself. You get, you learn a lot more. But if you don't have the time or you've not, you're not ready to do that yet, you can get this this tips from me. This is not all that is in that chapter, and this is not a structured review of that chapter this is just my own take out um, from that chapter and it's a quick review for myself and for you and i encourage you to use it just apply some of this and start benefiting from it so the first thing i would like to do is just define vision in the chapter he doesn't define define vision because i'm sure he has defined it in some other books it doesn't write there's no definition of vision there but for me i i always see vision as a conviction of what the future looks like a conviction i use the word conviction because i believe that it's something that god shows you because God has God has a design and a purpose for each one of us, and so I I, I see vision as a a conviction of what the future looks like. I, I also I believe it's a glimpse. It's a glimpse of what uh, what God or what the future of your theme or your company or your organization looks like. Your ministry as a Bible pastor, what it looks like when God gives you a glimpse of it. See glimpse, and it, but it empowers you. It, it, it gives you momentum, it, it, it gives you passion, it, it helps you to organize your life so that you can achieve that vision, you can achieve that which God has designed for you to achieve. So that's, that's my definition of vision. And so everything we're going to be talking about today is going to be from that definition of vision. So here are some things that I learned. It's not the beginning of it. I'm not talking of talking about vision for someone who has not heard about it before. I'm talking about vision for a leader who has um, led and has pastors who are leading with him. So here are the things that I've learned. And for, for our church family, we see our, our life group leaders as leaders as well as pastors, kind of. And so this would apply to every one of them. And if you're leading a department in the church, uh, the Bible pastor, this would, any any leader would need this. 
uh, you know, any leader with this. So the first thing I have here is make sure the vision is clear. I got that from the book again. And there's a, there's a quote there that I'm going to read out now. It's, uh, John Maxwell says, If vision isn't clear, then the mist in your mind will eventually become a fog in your organization. If the vision isn't clear, then the mist in your mind will eventually become a fog in the organization. So it's important that that's what I got from that. It's important that my vision uh, for the organization is clear. What I see God doing with the organization has to be clear. And for me, what 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 I what I got from that is that first I have to have a clear vision of what Jesus is doing because my my ministry is just an outflow of Jesus's ministry and so what I what I want to state here is that as a Bible pastor or minister we have one vision for the main organization which is the organization of Jesus the kingdom of God and that that vision is what Jesus asked us to pray. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. How does that happen? That happens when we are able to gather more people on earth that seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. So, so the vision for, for the ministry is clear, which is to bring more people to Christ who will seek first the kingdom of God and righteousness, who will love to live justly, follow the, 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 the understand that God is real and Jesus Christ as is a, is, a, is a way to bring that reconciliation. Once that's done, then the next step is to live the life of the kingdom. Once we get that done, then the work is done. So, for, so that's the first thing I thought. I have to have a clear vision of what Jesus is doing. Then for our ministry, our vision then is to be part of that that vision. We, our vision doesn't need to be different from that. Our vision is to see more people disciples for Jesus. More people follow that same model. Live their life for the kingdom pursue that as their priority in life and the way god showed us showed that to us was in daniel chapter 11 verse 32b he says those that know their god will be strong and do exploit that's just the way he showed it to us i believe for every church for every ministry these are vision we, we don't have any more vision than that whatever you else that you have to say is just a another way of saying this same vision so that's it know how you say it. make it clear and and Make it clear to everybody that works with you. That, that's what I've discovered. I have to be clear about the vision. If there's any mist, anything that I don't understand, just little misunderstanding for me becomes a very big misunderstanding for the members. I've seen that. I've seen where I will say something that's clear to me, but maybe not so clear to, to, the, to the pastors. When they execute it, because it's not so clear to them, it becomes very unclear for the members of the church. So I, I learned that and I, I took note of that. The next thing that I want to highlight here is number two is find people that will help you with the vision. Find people that will help you with the vision. And the quote that I have here is, when we find our vision, we find our way. However, there's another discovery that is equally important. The people who will join us on the journey to fulfill that vision. The people who will join us on the journey to fulfill that vision. And so whenever Christ or whenever God gives us a vision or whatever we are, we are aware that we are part of the, the vision of Christ, 
we discover at the same time that that vision is way bigger than us. What God wants to do with us, how God wants us to 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 plug into the main vision of Jesus is going to be way bigger than what we can imagine. And so when God says, I want you to build a church where people will know God, will know me, and be strong, and then do great things on earth, he is not saying that I will do it all by myself. I couldn't do that by myself. So there are people that he has prepared to run that vision with me. So the next step, he says, from this lesson is that I need to find those people. And how do I find those people? What I discover is that the way to find those people is by clearly defining the vision. Help people to know that when anybody comes to your ministry and is part of your ministry, you're not there to, to just um, clap for them. Right from the beginning, the Lord said to me, remind them that you are recruiting them into my army. You are recruiting them into the love army where we dispense love, dispense Jesus, dispense the, the the message of the gospel to bring people into the army who will go back and do the same. So we're raising disciples for Jesus who will raise disciples. That's it. Building the kingdom one person at a time, two people at a time, hundreds at a time. So that's, that's it. I need to find people who are willing to do that. In order to find them, I need to tell them, declare the vision more and more often as I can. Now, it, that's the next point I'm going to talk about. But before I go ahead, I want to mention that, you know, in, in all these years as we have um, worked on this as leaders, we have discovered that not everybody wants to serve God the way we are called to do it. Not everybody, we, we, we have the strategy of using the small groups. The, the, we, we are a cell church. In other words, we do everything through the cell, through the live groups. Not everybody likes that because you, you uh, once you're in the church, we try to people would know you, people will connect with you, people would discover what you're doing. And as they do that, they, they, what we're going to find is that um, people will be close to you. People will get to know what you are doing. They will get to know how you are doing. And if you're not doing well, they will know it. If you, if there's a seed in your life, most likely they will discover it. And I discovered that uh, some people are not ready for that yet. And um, so they, they, they walk away from the church. It's all right. We, we need to tell the people what God has called us to do. We need to tell them what the scripture says. And we need to work the way God has asked us to work. And... Now, so define your vision will also help you to find the people who are willing to join that vision. And I want to mention that not only that, they will also find their own vision connected to that. And once they find their vision connected to your vision, they will stay with you to establish their vision that you're doing because in doing that, their vision is also being um, fulfilled. The next step is share the vision as often as possible. When we do this, we can't do it too often. When you share the vision often often enough, you discover that you are making the work easier for you and for the people. Here's the quote that I got that strengthens that. Without vision, a team's energy ebbs. People begin to miss deadlines. Team members' personal agenda begin to dominate. Production falls, and eventually team members scatter. So that's and it's true. I have discovered that. No, when there's no clear vision, when the vision is not stated often enough, what happens is that 
People begin to say they are tired, they are busy, they are tired. They they begin to miss deadlines. You know, you you have call a meeting of leaders and half of them will not show up. And before you know it, there's no momentum. And that's why we, we began to come to Canada sometimes, spend some time in Canada, spend some time in Nigeria so that we can always renew the vision, reiterate the vision. And when people see us, somehow it enables them to remember uh, the vision. Uh, next step, next point I want to highlight is actively seek to be with people who can enlarge you and your vision. This I I wasn't doing. I, I want to confess that I was I have not been actively seeking. I've not been actively seeking. Here here's the quote, and then I'll talk about that. Are you actively searching for people who can, excuse me, enlarge? your you and your vision are you actively searching for people who can enlarge you and your vision is it one of your top priorities if it is not it should be you know when i saw that question i had to highlight it in the in the book and i asked myself the question am i really doing that and i'm not doing that what i do actually though is look out for i look out for people who would enlarge my vision whenever i meet a pastor whenever i meet a leader anywhere i go for a conference in the airport once you tell me that you're a minister uh, doing something i listen and and i confess that many times this has helped me to enlarge my vision and i talk with people who are older than me, especially those who are older than me in ministry, done many things that I've not done before. I ask them questions, but then I don't actively look for them. And that's what I started doing now through books, through videos. I do that in, with books and videos. I've been doing that, but then I want to begin to take time to, to meet them. Like John Maxwell wrote in his book that he, he looked for the 10, 10 of the of the uh, pastors of the largest churches in America when he was he was pastoring and they helped him a lot so I want to do that. The last point is know that the vision is progressive. That means the vision can grow. It's a glimpse. What you have is a glimpse. There's more. And I I I kind of knew that but at the same time I didn't take it seriously. I didn't really think of it like that. And the truth is over the years the vision has grown. And we never thought of Africa when we started this ministry. We knew that God wanted to plant the church, but I never knew I was going to go there. My family, we didn't know. So the vision intensifies as you begin to fulfill some of it. So it's just the beginning. Whatever God is showing you right now is the beginning. That's where I'm going to stop today. I, I don't want to keep this too long. I want to remind you, go over some of these things. Check your heart. If you're doing them, fantastic. It's just a reminder if you're not. Make up your mind to do something. Share the vision with your people today. Remind yourself of the vision and and then look for people who enlarge you and enlarge your vision. I want to uh, like to close this with a prayer. If you have any questions, of course, um, send them to me. I appreciate all those people who keep sending me messages or calling to say we are getting blessed by this. Thank you for sending that and may the Lord continue to bless you. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your call and all the things that you are doing in our lives. We appreciate you so much um, that you allow us to be part of this mission, this this great work that you, have, you, are, you are doing on the earth. From today, I pray that you, you intensify our visions, tr- send us people who help us to enlarge and clarify the vision, and help us to become more, more, and more of whom you have designed us to be. Pray for every pastor, for strength, for wisdom, for grace. Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. May the Lord bless you. Enjoy the fantastic week ahead. Amen. You've been 
listening to the Bible Podcast with Ade Sabanjo. Please head over to adesobanjo.com to join the conversation and access all of the resources shared on the podcast. You can also record your questions by using the red button on the right-hand side of the page. If this is your first episode of the Bible Podcast, take the time to listen to the earlier episodes where Ade talks about his amazing recovery from stroke and the lessons he learned. These lessons have revolutionized Ade's life, and they will make your life so much more fruitful, too. Till the next episode, keep spreading the love of Jesus everywhere. 